Podcast to ever have been made featuring Justin Essenacher, Bilal Swain, and Philip Garcia. It is. What did you do? In Austin, Texas, this summer, get ready to die. To die. Wow, we should all be in voice acting. Why do we do stand-up comedy? Welcome back to Going Through It with Justin Essenmacher with my pals Bilal Swain and Philip Garcia. We're still pals. We're on a pal. We live together and we're pals. Yeah, we're pals. Well, I would I would call you pals because I don't want to call you what I really want to call you. Niggas. Boom, racist. Exactly. Uh, See, I told you we need the button for Bilal. Why? Because he's racist? Yes. Hey, has that thing always been on your iPad, that little black ring? What? You don't see that little black line that outlines your iPad just on the top? I don't see anything. Y'all are losing your mind right now. Yeah, it's been there. Wait, where? That. That's wait, crazy. Wait, hold on, where? Well, I don't want to get caught up on it. It's no, not no, I do want to get I don't well, see it. Let the ADD control the podcast. I need to know. Hey. I, I can't. I okay. need to know if my eyes work. Well, that's more of an OCD <laughs> thing than ADD. He's having a moment right now. He's like, I need to know, otherwise I'm going to feel left out, and then I won't be included, and then I'm just fucking gone. Who knows what can happen? The role could be hit by an asteroid if I don't find out what the fuck they're talking about right now. There's a black line <laughs> on top of my iPad. Look at the camera. Look at the camera? Yeah, no, I see it. I see okay. the Look line. at the camera. That was yeah. just like a case. I did, too. I, I, I've never seen it before. No, it's just part of my iPad. Oh, okay. That's odd. Sexy. It's sleek. Good job, Apple. Designed. Quite sleek. Quite sleek. San Bernardino, California. So sleek. <laughs> so sleek. So uh, sleek. Hey. It's crazy how when some comics, like, you move to a city, and then, like, there's just, like, certain comics start to reflect off of other com- Like, you start to see the big dog's method through everyone else that's trying. You know what I mean? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, uh... You mean, like, everybody that watches somebody that's doing successful starts right, to add pieces right, of right, their right. To, set I into their set? Exactly. Like, I was watching William Montgomery for a little too long uh, like yeah. a couple months ago, and I wrote a joke that I was like, this is a William Montgomery joke. Like, this... I, he should probably be saying it more than I should. Yeah. It was the uh, alcoholics. They describe alcoholism as anything more than eight drinks in one week, and then the punchline is screamed. Yeah. Oh, well, if William said it, it probably would have been funny. Boom, roused it. I didn't tell the joke because I didn't want to tell a joke on a podcast. I want to be that guy. Oh, you didn't? No. Why didn't you? But you'll do other random shit on a podcast. Yeah, but you don't ever really, oh, you don't tell jokes to comedians unless you ask them first, right? Every time. Well, yeah, you don't even really talk. You, yeah, you should have asked, but you brought it up out of the blue. You just started, you know, saying it. So you started yep. that part. So Y'all didn't go home for Thanksgiving this year, dude. But I, it's the first year in a while that I was asked, do one of your bits. Let's hear you tell a joke. That's your first time you've been asked by a long time. And in, in like two years, because my it's usually just been my family, and they like they know not to ask me that shit. Wait, so you're out in public? People don't ever ask you to do bits. No, but at Thanksgiving, I'm, I'm sitting here like kind of buzzing, oh, yeah. enjoying my day, and then this new fucking Joe Blow mom's boyfriend is like, "Yeah, let's hear one of these jokes." 
Let's hear one of these oh, jokes. Should, should yeah. What joke did you give him? Come on, Phil. I didn't give him a joke. Tell a joke. I, my mom, what did you tell him? My mom actually came up to play, and she's like, well, that's not actually how it works. You know, like, he's on a stage and everything. What? It's like, if he tells you a mom joke Mom right defended now, you. Well, oh I was just God. like, wow, she's she's thinking... Like I'm thinking, like what I'm like. You, you what do you tell? You didn't tell the guy a joke. Yes, I told him a joke. I told him my opener, but I always okay. tell people my opener, and out of, out of context, they're just like, "You're a racist piece of shit." Really? Yeah, it's the veterans. Yeah. Tell Can you move that joke? thing out of the way? This one? Yeah, over there. Tell Can you push it away? Why well, I'm always? It's not in shot. Oh, it's not. I no, thought every time I'm like three minutes into a podcast, I'm always like, "Can we start over?" Can't tell jokes. Why do you want to start over? We're six minutes in. It's too late. Over no, six minutes in. Uh, yeah, it's it's too far gone. I just know this part's gonna be <laughs> hard to watch. So the United what States part? government the currently describes. The beginning. Oh yeah, the beginning is why it always gets fucked up. But to be honest, can we blame Philip for it? Because Philip, yeah, we waited for like honest, forty minutes and I didn't care. He had to go eat, involved. and I get it. We well, were all gonna do the thing and talk about our shit, and then he wanted to come in, and then he's like, "Are you doing it?" And we're like, "No, take your time." And then he comes in and he just hits it, and then he goes. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows it pisses me off, and he does it every fucking time. No, I didn't do. Leave this Justin time. alone. I'm not leaving alone. Hey, but since him. you're here checking out Justin's podcast, you should check out the With Philip Garcia. No, you too. shouldn't. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Boo! <laughs> it's because he's. Uh, it's because I'm Mexican. Boom! Racist. <laughs> no, you called your. Is it racist if you call yourself Mexican? Is it racist if you're uh, as white as you are? Boom, racist. Now, that was racist. It was racist, but white people but have I didn't it. do nothing. No, you didn't. Do, you I didn't. just sat here. So me just sitting here being white is racist, Philip? You have a face. Oh, let's talk about it. What's my face? I commented on one of your TikTok posts this week. I said, why do you? Why do so yeah, many people Yeah, you fucking did. You? Why do people hate you? I don't know, dude. I've never figured it out. You get on stage. I think it's because when you get on stage, your shoulders are like this. And then as you develop, like as your, like, your stage time goes on, you slowly straighten out and you have certain dominance. But what you do, you allow them, it's not a bad thing, because you like it. Like, when you're like this, yeah. people get like a, oh, we can pester this dude. And yeah. then you win your first interaction, and the shoulders go back. It's like some type of transformer. Well, I don't want to give rid of, I don't want to, like, give out all of my secrets. But I never know that I did that. But I did, I do notice when I come up to the stage and I yep. say what's up, it somehow opens up the floodgates for people to go, Hey, man, I do this. And you're like... I wasn't talking to you, you piece of shit. Yeah. And then people are like, get them. And I, then I get them. Yeah. People hate when people talk about like comedy uh, it's hot technique. Yeah, look how still the air is. That's what I was pointing yeah, at. There was, was like a wall of smoke the fan just on. like sitting I perfect. hate the sound of my fan. Uh, put I'm, it on. I'm fine. I'm in shorts though here. I'm really cold. I'm fucking huh? jacket. You put the mic I'm stand on? Hot, You're such a cock. Stand up now. Sit up, comedy. I wonder uh, how this podcast sounds from the get-go. Because Bilal didn't like it. I'm just saying, no, Bilal it's, never it's, likes a podcast he's on. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah. That's why I don't have a podcast. You've been wanting to start a podcast. Now like I mean, we're starting a smoke tornado. But I'm not hey, starting let's, one for me. I'm starting it for, for them. The people. Oh. Boom. Racist. How was that racist? <laughs> this way I can smoke. I just, I didn't, I just didn't like it. I think it, it was, was racist. racist that you didn't like it. Well, it's not yeah, I think so. CBD. Philip's doing his own podcast to the left. Bilal and me are over here. That's not true. I was going to say, I think it's interesting like to talk about technique, and I always find it like 
if I'm listening to like JRE or something like that, like three hours long on a road What's trip. What's JRE? Drug and experience. Like, uh, I, like people are like, oh, I hate when people comics talk about comedy. Like that's the most important thing to me is yeah. hearing that shit. Like I want to hear two comics talk about their craft because like musical theater people, they talk about technique, perfect vocals, te- uh, traditional like vocal practice. And then we're just like, yeah, man, we're too cool. You don't talk about how we do this. I don't think we're too cool. I think no, it's I that. I think that's maybe sometimes we want to talk about different things. Yeah. I like to talk about different things. I like to talk about comedy, but I've talked about comedy so much. So I'm not saying that I don't like to I talk about it. I prefer to talk about comedy. Would you? Yeah. Would yeah, you? The thing you said about the shoulders, I actually never noticed, but it's really interesting. I've always wondered it because people yeah. always do come at me. Right. Every se- I'll, I'll watch a whole show. No one will say shit. And uh, and then uh, I get on stage and I say, hey, what's up? And they're like, ha, fuck yeah, man. Look at your mustache, man. You, you want to get some jots? And I'm like, what are you doing? You do remind me of every kid that was bullied ever. You're like the grown-up version of every bullied kid. I wasn't bullied, though. I, I don't doubt that at all. I was like the clown kid. Right. But your demeanor on stage is very much so... You're a payaso, bro. You're a clown. Did you just speak Latin? Yeah, no, what Spanish? What what? Payaso. What's payaso? Clown. You okay? I got a question. Okay, do Mexican <laughs> people speak off. Spanish? People, yeah. <laughs> these other days, uh, the other day at that. the restaurant, right? Uh, these girls go, uh, ladies go. Uh, what do they say? They did what you just did. They called you a payaso to your face. No, they said like a word and then they're like, uh, they then they repeat it in the English version and they're like, payaso, uh, clown. And you're like, why don't you just say clown? Because the, like, they're like, no, no, I'm teaching you. And I'm like, dude, it's not, the mind with language is so inter, like interweaved. Like, so my dad, when we were little, he'd always yell like, Saca de aquí, go inside. Yeah. Like, we're inside the living room. And he would yell like, go inside, I'm working, right? But like in his mind, he transfers the word inside, outside, or like really close in Spanish. And then transferring it over to English real quick, it's a matter of like one, two letters. So that like, it's just like the brain flows naturally. And then some, you got to go back and like, oh, I'm not speaking Spanish. Yeah. That's why they say like, it's how do you muscle. say look? Uh, mira. Okay. Mira. So that's what she looks. She goes, she goes, mira, look. And I'm like, what? She's like, mira, look. And I'm like, what are you saying right now? And she's like, I'm saying, look, I'm like, well, why don't you just say look? And she's like, no, I say, mira, look, now I'm teaching you. And I'm like, yeah. I don't need to get taught. Right now, I just want to know what if you wanted the salsa or the chips. What you know I what I mean? I don't like that you're growing my mind. No, but then I was also job. sitting there, and she was like, uh, "They're sitting there and talking, and it's like, so you repeat both words in your sentence." I'm like, "Why do you got to repeat each word?" Mira, look, mira, look. But it's also they speak so fast, like Mexican people, speak mm-hmm. so, Spanish speakers in general speak so fast, so fast that it doesn't like. The time lost from her repeating her words both in both English, like, which just probably took the same time for someone to go, hey, man, look over there. And she said, mira, mira, look, look, see, I'm teaching you. And that took the exact same amount of time. <laughs> I thought you said that you walked up to a table like, hey, what can I get you? And they were just like, payaso. No, I was, I was also like, I was, I was serving them for a while. And then she was like, mira, look. And I'm like, okay. They're actually regulars of mine now. They like me. Actually, they'll probably see this. <laughs> They said, I'm not going to be on your podcast. I said, no. But now I guess you made it. Anyway. Bilal, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I was thinking about... Uh, Will Ferrell? Will Ferrell. Yeah, I was listening to Jinx. that movie you're playing in there. And what I movie are you playing? Like two seconds ago. 
I don't know. It's a it's some Will Ferrell movie. I don't know. What's your what's your thing with this Will Ferrell? Everything guy? must I hate go. Him. I want him to die. Everything must go is a great movie. I don't, I don't Stranger than fiction, phenomenal movie. He seems like a nice person. Succession. He's producing it. I don't know, man. He's just a uh, he's a minch. What do you think about? Is he a minch? I heard he's kind of an asshole in person, but he's a he's a art. Oh, he's, he's an a, asshole in person. I thought he was cool. He seems like one of those guys that I hate uh, watching, but. He'd be cool. And I just don't like looking at him. He's, he's so a, weird looking. He is a bastion of American culture, though. Yeah, but... Not any part of America I've been to. That's not true, Bilal. You're just being, you're being rude. Canada can have him. Who uh, do you like more, uh, Bilal? Go back to Mexico. Bilal, do you pick, uh, do you pick uh, Tupac or Will Ferrell? Tupac or Will Ferrell? Yeah. Wesley Snipes. <laughs> Wesley Snipes, yes. Boom, racist. <laughs> I meant to applaud it. I meant to applaud it. I meant to applaud it. Boom, racist. Tupac and Will Ferrell aren't even in the same category, though. I know, but who do you pick? <laughs> I pick Tupac. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Boom, racist. I'm not being racist. That's so racist. Tupac is way more awesome than fucking Will Ferrell. Is he? Name right. one thing Tupac did that Will Ferrell didn't do. Get shot. True? True. Okay. Will Ferrell was in Step Brothers, though, so... Wolfram I've never seen that movie. Wait, bad. shut up. You've never seen Step Brothers? No, You've I seen haven't. Talladega Nights? Because I don't like Will Ferrell. I'm not going to watch movies. With, I, I've heard they're good movies, but every time Will Ferrell shows up on the screen, I turn it off. I feel like you just say that because you want to wear it like some weird badge of it's honor. It's not a badge of honor. Is I don't enjoy I hating I Will Ferrell. It's like a job. above It's like I have Mr. to Ferrell. hate Will Ferrell. I don't want to. I get up in the morning like... Oh, fuck. Uh, it's time. <laughs> I want to go back to sleep, but I got to hate Will Ferrell. <laughs> I got to make this copy uh, and think about how much yeah. I hate his movies. Hey, tomorrow. Uh, so, Bilal, question. Tomorrow, Will Ferrell calls you up. Hey, I got a role in my next amazing number one hit comedy in the world. Ooh. Do you do it? Of course. Of course I would do it. I wouldn't okay. watch it. Okay, okay. I would do it. I wouldn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't you going to the premiere? Is Will Ferrell in it? Yeah. I'm not going. No, I don't think I don't think he wants to be. You that co-starred close to with though. him because I, I vowed it. If I'm ever like within reach of him, I'm, I'm gonna. I have to kill him, right? Will Ferrell also helped start Funny or Die. I'm pretty sure. I think he did. Yeah, he's one of the main people. Well, he should have done the uh, either <laughs> of those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never mind. That was that was a bad. Yeah. Setup. Let me see your fucking Oscar. See, this is why I can never. I always when I turn on like the. I, <laughs> so angry. Okay, all right. I'm okay. kidding. I don't really have that big of an affinity towards Will Ferrell, other than Talladega Nights and Step Brothers. Those are very, very shaping for me. I've I'd never say. seen either of those movies. You've seen Talladega Nights? I We've watched it ten times here. I haven't seen it. I wasn't paying it. I was. Pro- was I here? Oh, it's fantastic. Look, Will Ferrell. Talladega Nights is really good. So is Step Brothers. So is. Uh, Night at the Roxbury. Never seen Night at the Roxbury. That's a good through. one. Really? All the way through. Why? Uh, cause I just fucking hate Will Ferrell. I can't make it all the way through. <laughs> wait, okay. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Are you gonna help me kill him? No, I'm not gonna fucking kill Will. I actually, I was kidding. I love Will Ferrell. Oh my god. I, after I found out that he was kind of like, apparently like not that nice of a guy though, I was like, I guess that you got to crack a few eggs to make an omelet though. So. Yeah, but so what is that? So that's like. Uh, like those people uh, outside, like Tiger Woods, you know? A lot of yeah. women don't like Tiger Woods because he's getting that that poon everywhere. And everybody's like, I don't like him. It's like, dude, he's a very good uh Wait, people golfer. don't like Tiger Woods because he fucks? Yeah. Yes. 
Cheated on his wife. That's why people hate me. <laughs> um, I don't. I've never heard that anyone disliked Tiger Woods. Ever. What? I've never heard anyone that was um, anti Tiger Woods. Well, I mean, I know my whole family. I know like a lot of the women in my family are like, oh, I can't stand him. Anything that happens with men cheating, women tend to hate. What did she do? What do you mean? I don't know. I mean, I mean, they went over that in his documentary. I was kidding, but clearly about what did she do? Who's Dave? Like, uh, huh? What'd you say? I said, what did they do? I was like joking. Like, what did they do to cause him to cheat? It was a joke. It didn't go over well. Uh, uh, in this documentary, they said that they were around his father at the golf course all day, every day. So he had like this, his dad was very misogynistic, cheated on his, his mom over and over in like these trailers on the golf course because they worked and basically lived there. And like he basically learned every piece of behavior he's ever done from his father directly, like hand over fist. Nice. And so when he started golfing, he talked about. Have y'all seen his documentary? No. It's like I think it's called Woods or something. He's just like you're right. He's like he has a bitch in every town, and yeah, yeah, pretty crazy. He's uh, but I mean, he's a national hero. He's a national, but like what? He's such a huge tiger. Get in the hole. You guys get it? Like Did you guys get life? it? Get in, get in the hole. I understood the joke. Yes. Do you think the women are when when he gets in the bed? He's, she's like, get in the hole. He's only had one wife, Ellen Nordgren. Yeah, she was like a queen or a princess or something, she's, right? Uh, she's pretty, Wasn't she a princess? Apparently, his son hated golf before the pandemic, but because it was the only thing open during the pandemic, his son fell in love with it and Thank now God. playing in like father son things. And his son is pretty good, as you could imagine. Yeah. You know what we're not good at, guys? Golf. Well, that and um, sobriety, huh? That was pretty sad. I mean, let's I'm talk about it. Okay. Let's get into it. The big, the big, the big contest. <laughs> All right. So yeah, you got to set it up. Like, how did this start? Okay. All right. Let me set up the contest. All right. So we wake up in the morning yesterday, which is uh, what is it? Saturday. Worst, Saturday, which is the day. worst day you could have done this. So Saturday, Philip wakes up and he's smoking whatever. And he looks at us and he goes, I'm gonna think I'm gonna start smoking dabs. It was it was weed. Don't make him sound like I'm like I have like a miscellaneous drug problem. <laughs> he was smoking crack. <laughs> no, I was on smoking, his bed. I was smoking vaped. I was smoking basically C B D. Yeah, explain what you so you explain your part how it happened. I'm because I'm just sitting there. I wake up, I uh, load a bowl in the bong of some vaped weed, so it wasn't even strong, but my tolerance for weed has gotten out of control lately. It's like I can smoke two I can smoke a whole blunt. I took I took a dab when I went home and it didn't get me anywhere. Which is like terrible, <laughs> and so I'm in the bitch. I'm in, I'm in the kitchen bitching, <laughs> saying yeah, <laughs> literally like I I'm about to switch over to dab so I can get high again. And then like for whatever reason that angered these two. It didn't anger me. No, no, no. What I said was because for me like I've noticed like I mean I've been drinking a lot lately. You know, like uh, every single night. Yeah, you uh, said switch to liquor of my life. No. <laughs> it's smoking a lot of cigarettes. So what I what I said was, hey, uh, you ever, you ever try like just not smoking weed for like a couple weeks to build your tolerance? A I mean, weeks. to lower your tolerance so you can enjoy a regular amount of weed now because you've been smoking weed like nonstop. Like, uh, yeah, it's actually kind of a disappointing because we uh, buy weed together and uh, uh, the next day I come home and you're like. After we buy some, and you're like, "Yeah, we're gonna need to buy weed." I'm like, "Dude, we just it bought a weed. Day. A quarter. We get about house. we get about like four three days. days. It's four days out of seven grams. That's what we get here. I smoked the least yeah. amount of weed. I think out of the three of us. Yeah, so you do. One hundred percent. 
Yeah, and I will definitely say I probably smoke. I smoke at least a gram a day. But what I was saying was, okay, so we all agreed to stop. The contest was you wanted to agree to stop to just be sober. No drugs, no alcohol, no nicotine. The only thing was supposed to be caffeine. Okay? For me, like, because the weed thing was mainly for Philip because that's his hardest thing to quit doing, right? For me, yeah. like, cigarettes were my hardest thing, and then alcohol was, like, kind of me and you. So I thought <laughs> Whatever, we were just yeah. doing weed, cigarettes, Kinda. and alcohol. I didn't know yeah. you guys just wanted to be, like... Be like Mormons. Yeah. You wanted to be like fucking nuns. I'm smoking CBD right now. The, the contest should have been like, hey, well, yeah, it's helping. You're, you're not sober. So, yeah, I just saw sober. the... I didn't see the post you made about it until, like, last night. Yeah, let's read the post. Dead. Also, tweet, but Bilal, read the post. Paul did not have his phone the entire day yesterday. Another terrible day to quit doing drugs. <laughs> because he's just like, I don't. my phone's in my buddy's car from last night, and I can't even smoke a cigarette to pass the time. And I'm, like, feeling for the dude. Then we get to Vulcan. Some guy's having a major mental breakdown. And then it's just, like, a culmination of all this shit stacking. And I'm like, this is the worst absolute day not to mention comics are the it's least supported raining. people it was fucking raining right yeah it's cold it's a perfect day for a cigarette <laughs> yeah and then my, like uh since i like uh i'm like i smoke probably as much tobacco as you do weed easily i'd say you way, probably no, smoke more, more tobacco actually, yeah, than i more. smoke weed yeah yeah because i'm like if i'm not in the house I'm, i have a cigarette in my hand if i'm not indoors at all times pretty much right so after having stopped cold turkey, I start to feel uh, probably a creeping uh, headache come on. Yeah, which is and not then good. my brain feels like it's. I said I feel like my brain was bald in a fist. I could not. I couldn't function really. Like my yeah. thoughts would like start and then just be like, I'd be thinking about something else. It's weird. That's why I'm using CBD. I also know that like a big reason I even got hooked on weed in college was because like I had bad stomach issues. I had colitis and IBS, and the only thing that would. Uh, help the inflammation while simultaneously building back up appetite would be weed. Yeah, dude. When I smoke weed at night, I can eat. Right. If I eat during the day, I, I have the worst stomach. I don't even like to eat food anymore. I shit blood if I don't smoke weed. Oh. I just spray out of my ass if I like, don't eat weed. My colon swells to the point of ripping, and then it just, like, I shit blood. Jeez. Or I pay $80 a month, which is way more affordable and probably healthier to buy, take colitis medication. I'm not no fucking nerd. Dude. I started taking those IB guards, right? I started taking an IB guard, and then I'm starting to think, like, I thought it was helping. Those are expensive. Uh, it's $30 for, like, 30 pills. Okay. You take one or two a day if you need it. But then I started to feel, like, bloated and weird with that shit. I could start to eat, but then at the end of the night, I was just like, I don't have an appetite, and shit was just weird. I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't have health insurance, so I can't fucking go. Yeah, I'm telling you, you got to try Metamucil. It's literally amazing. It makes everything you eat a, a salad full of radishes, basically. You're just like, I am shitting perfectly grained sandpaper out <laughs> well, of Well, that's water. what happened with the IB guard. You, you shit good. Yeah. I think it's just a natural thing. So the IB guard apparently calms your stomach down. Because IBS, your stomach's like, as soon as you eat something, it's like literally like it just shoots through. You eat it, and it's like, Foop, yeah. out your butthole. It's a blow, it's a blow dart to the toilet. Um, so the IB guard apparently slows it down so the shit runs through your intestines like it's supposed to. Because as soon as I eat something, I literally can feel it in my butthole. It's weird. I, I hate food. I didn't smoke yesterday. Me and Allie got canes. Allie and I got canes. and I didn't. I ate half a box combo and was just like, this is a chore. <laughs> yeah. Bad. I uh, don't know. What to, it's so boring. 
And when you're busy, you're just like, oh, I'm bored. Well, I want right. nicotine. Great jokes. That's what it's been. I going can't on concentrate for me. in this house. Crazy. No, I cannot I, concentrate in our house. Yeah, it, when it, you're it, sober, dude, you start to see like the 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 like the the piece hanging off of something, like of a, of a joke, right? Yeah. Like we were out playing disc golf today, and like I'm in a condition right now, like my back's not hurting anymore. So we we're out there playing. I wrote two jokes playing disc golf. Had to stop playing, piss people off behind yeah. us. <laughs> to like stop and be like, oh, great I'd like it. to, but to be honest, I can't. I can't come home and just uh, enjoy myself because it's so much clutter. So I'm like, I can't fucking. It's not how my brain works. I have to clean before I can even do anything, and then after I'm done cleaning, I'm like, well, I'm just gonna sit and watch fucking TV. Now I'm gonna relax. It's just weird. It's not an excuse. It's just how my brain works. I can't fucking do it. Like I, in order to do this, this oh. podcast today, I had to clean up everything. I had to set it up, wipe shit down. Kinda. So that's so, just how I so am. So anyway, back to the back to that day. Uh, so we, we uh, so we, we did it. it. What time is it? It's about like twelve p.m. afternoon. It is. Yeah. It's twelve in the afternoon when they create this contest to go sober for two weeks. No, till the sixteenth. But here's the thing. December sixteenth. Bilal also has didn't even mention you have a show on the ninth that involves you getting fucked up. Yeah, I, I, I didn't expect anyone to last that long. Also, you don't have to get fucked up at the show, honestly. I really didn't expect Bilal to be the first one to I expected one of you two to do it for sure. Look, I didn't know. I knew it was going to be Bilal with a cigarette. No, 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 no. I did not. Or Philip with weed. Someone someone gave me. It could have been me with a cigarette, to be honest with you. I'm sweating. Someone gave me a mushroom capsule, a couple mushroom capsules. And I was in full, like. My brain is not working right now because I'm not smoking cigarettes mode. <laughs> and I was like, fuck yes, I will take those. And I took them. I thought at the time that we had agreed on alcohol, tobacco, and marijuana. I did not know that it was an all-encompassing thing. So We I said like drugs. I wrong. I'll read no, the no, tweet no, no, no. I made. You, no, the, the thing you said wasn't what we had agreed upon. That was my Facebook post, but I tweeted I verbatim challenge. If you want, okay. we can consider drugs a fungi. So you ate some vegetables yesterday? I said, yesterday? just started a sobriety challenge what? with the roommates. Stressful. Need a beer now. And I said, day one is almost done. Send a therapist quick. What the fuck? Yeah. All I know is I went to work and I'm like, I just want my nicotine. I want fucking nicotine. Shit's boring. I was okay, though. I just, like, I'm just, like, you get fidgety. You're just, like, I'm bored. Nicotine so. is a drug, though. It is. It's one of the worst. That's the one I wanted to stop. Yeah. Because I know it's hurting my stomach. Well, for me, I like quitting nicotine because it means I can have a nick buzz again when I go back to it. I don't like to start it again because with chewing and, like, dips, it makes your body feel weird. So you got to get used yep. to it again. So... I like the buzz, but then you get sick quicker. So then you got to get used to it again. So then, right. so then you start to then you start to have it again. You, you just ever, you dipped real tobacco at one point, didn't any of y'all do that? Yeah, I was on and off you for did. years. Yeah. Do you know what dipshits are? Remember dipshits? Yeah. Boy, <laughs> I threw up when I first. That's what's funny about this is what's crazy. If you start chewing tobacco, you will throw up if you keep it in too long. You'll get sick, and that's what's funny about it. It, it gets you sick, and you're like. Uh, no, I can do it again. And it's like giving you your body's like, dude, don't put this in your body. And then you put it back in your body. It was the same with alcohol, though, you know. People. Philip, turn away from the TV. 
Sorry, that's really real. I know. I just always every time I turn on a background, I, I know uh, Philip's well, gonna come in and look at it. Distracting background of. I know seen. it was supposed to be just New York. It's a bird. It's the bird's nest in New York, right? That's what it's called. I've never been. I didn't even know that was a thing. I've never seen that. Show is it? It's beautiful. Life. Yeah, I've seen it a couple times in person. I've never walked. Where up is it? Uh, it's on Manhattan, like Island. Is it? Yeah, it's like. Uh, I thought it would be in like if Japan. You're on Central Park. Looking at it this way, it's like I'm pretty sure it's on this side or this side of North Central Park. So. Central Park. Yep. And it just somehow works out that you can walk in a circle. Well, it's a, uh, you saw it. It's just, <laughs> this is terrible for people who don't even know what we're talking about. They can't see it. Yeah. Anyway, so hey, moving on. So I, uh, so, I so I went to work. So I went to work. Yeah, I could. So I went to work and then uh, I come home and I'm just chilling after work, after a shitty day of work. And then I'm sitting down. I didn't want to, I wanted to go downtown to go watch some comedy on Saturday night. And it was all rainy and gloomy, but. There was no fucking parking, and I'm like, I'm not parking far away to walk downtown just to say hi to my friends who uh, already know me. Which, can we talk about that? I think you should be able to miss a few days, right? I do all the time. What are you talking about? I do too, but I'm also thinking it's affecting me, but it's not because I'm thinking, like, even if I was, when I was going out, I still wasn't, Dude, like, getting... I'm a sneaky... Can I even say one this? Se- one second, hold on. What is that on your arm? This? Yes. Was it, it was a drawing that I did. You drew on your arm? Yeah, I was bored at work. I was trying to remind myself to be good. This was yesterday, the day of the contest. Said, <laughs> oh, my it God. It said, be good. That's so funny. I was bored at work, dude. <laughs> on Saturday, I made $60, $70 on a Saturday at my restaurant. I'm a server. That's very depressing. So I drew a tattoo on my arm and said, be good, to remind myself, don't run your head through a wall. Don't go get marijuana. Don't drink. And I came home, and I was just... Sitting there, and then Philip was home, so we're sitting there watching a movie, and we're like, "Man, I wonder how Bilal's doing." And then we thought you broke when you text us at work. Me and Bilal, yeah, we thought you broke. Like, yeah, why do you think I broke? I was at work because you told me you've been at work lately. So I figured, like, if that's and you told me how much you hate that job, so I'm like, he's for sure. No, I don't hate my job. I love it. Well, uh, the people from the thing are gonna watch this. Why are we talking about this? You're not gonna work there forever, Justin. He fucking hates his job. He probably job. hates you too if you if he serves your table. Well, no, 100%. only if you're rude. This is the thing. Okay, let's talk about it. If you guys want to really talk about serving right. people, they, the public, let's talk about crowds. public. Let's go through it as oh, as we shall we on this podcast. People don't have manners anymore, especially kids. Kids today are pieces of shit. They're walking pieces of shit that don't know fucking jack shit about how to talk to people. Okay, they're rude, inconsiderate. Don't know anything about manners. Don't know how to be in public. Don't know how to talk to other people in public. Don't know how to eat food in public. Don't know how to drink liquids in public. They don't know how to conduct themselves in public. It's fucking annoying. So, especially adults now. Even adults are getting slower. I went up to a table today and I go, hey, how are you doing? And they just go, and you're like, what? Okay. Can I get you something to drink? Yeah. Okay. What do you want? People don't know how to go out to eat anymore, dude. People don't know this one kid yesterday. People think of ordering as a task. and Like, it's a conversation. Yeah, people don't know. I was helping this family today, and this, the kid was sitting right next to me. He was mm-hmm. sitting there, and I was standing here, and he was eating a chip, and he was fucking going. And the mom was taking forever to you order. You the worst job for you. You know that, right? Yeah, I do. <laughs> like, of all people to be a server, <sighs> is Justin. You should be a custodian. No. <laughs> you should clean well, this is the shitty part: yeah. is that I'm very good at serving. I just can't stand 
rude people and inconsiderate people. And it's just like people are at this restaurant thinking that it's a five-star restaurant. It's not. You're not royalty. Well, you anyway. should treat them like they're How royalty. How much is a dish there? Right. How much cheap. is Cheap. It's so cheap to How, eat there. What is cheap for a dish? Dude, our most expensive dish is like $18. It's what, like eight to is, eighteen dollars. What, what do y'all serve? Like tacos and shit. It's like chili. Tacos, yeah, enchiladas. Okay, so what happens? Fajitas. If I, how much is it for me to order like a hamburger and fries? Fourteen dollars. That's a that's pretty pricey. That's a, that's a restaurant, dude. Boo! No, that means if a Boo! family of four sits down and eat sits down to eat, they should be tipping you probably about ten bucks per table, right? No. Well. How do you tip? Let's actually 20%. ask this. You tip twenty percent. If it's like if it's above and beyond, or maybe they like, because I like to, I like to chalk it up. So like if they even throw me like, and we made sure you got y'all's dessert tonight for free, I'll be like, well, I'm paying you for the dessert then. Like, oh yeah, people that get free so shit don't tip upon that. They're like they just terrible. expect it. Or people that complain, you take stuff off their bill and then they tip you less still. And they yeah. can put. Actually, today speaking of, um, big old bitch sitting down in our friend section, just a. Fat fucking piece of shit sitting down. She, uh, uh, they sit there for like two hours. Their bill was $80 and they didn't tip. Damn, dude. And I also told that lady, it wasn't my table because if it would have been my table, I probably would have smacked her in the face. Uh, I looked at her and I said, Have a good day. And she just walked past me with her fat, waddling ass, literally waddling out the fucking they didn't building. Tip. No, Damn. waddling like fucking Oompa Loompa. They just, just tip on an $80 tab and they no, sat there for And that's two like hours. a normal thing. What pieces of shit. Oh my God. How can you do that? I'll give you. A, I'll give That's you a twenty dollar tip. Yeah, <laughs> and they walked. Yeah, I had uh, last night. I had. Uh, I'm like, take your ass to Pete Terry's if you want to fucking drive off after you eat. Yeah, last night I had. Uh, <laughs> last night I had two bills because this is what sucks with the restaurant too. If you're not busy, but you make big bills at your table, you have mm-hmm. to bank on those uh, to get paid. Right. So I had bills like I had a hundred thirty dollar tab. Person tipped me twenty, which is under tipping. Right. And, and people your, don't your percentage goes down. Like now yeah, you're, my at, percentage. you're at fault. Yeah, because people don't right. even realize that servers also have to tip out staff. So say that the person right. buys an eighty dollar meal and doesn't tip, guess what? You're basically paying that person to eat at your restaurant. Yeah, you're gonna give them if they ordered like twenty dollars in drinks and you have to tip them out. Yeah, that's I don't know how yours works. You have to tip out oh. the bartenders and all the shit. And if people don't tip, then that means we have to take money basically out of our pocket or our time. Yeah. And save it to the because we sold eighty dollars to shit. Anyway, so uh, serving is not ideal. Uh, sometimes it's very stressful. People don't give a shit about the servers anymore, and it's just the way the world is. Well, it's just annoying to serve people because they're in their phones how, constantly. How, how about this? Uh, I always feel obligated to tip more because I'm black and like. The, the, Thank you, a, wh- No, no, no. There's a rumor that like you know that everyone heard when. Uh, they were younger, they were like, oh, black people don't tip. Has that been true in your experience? Oh, well, I'll give you one guess what the big <laughs> the big lady today didn't tip was. People like you was make she, up was, for was it, she, though, Was she Mexican? No. Was I'll give you another guess. <laughs> was she Armenian? No, you're getting, I mean. Hispanic people always tip well in my, my know, experience. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. false. Well, wait, not. False. They've really? always tipped me very well. False. Okay. Maybe it's because you're Mexican. Well, I think they know what hard days work. <laughs> no, some do actually. I mean, yeah, yeah, some do, but then I mean, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. The but uh, anyway, I'll give you another guess. Go ahead, Bilal. Uh, Chinese people. I will Chinese. give you a hint, Bilal. Was she Indian? No. Was, are you sure she wasn't Indian? Bilal, she looked kind of like you. 
So do some Indian people. Okay. I'll give you one more guess. Let's shit black. Boom, racist. Yeah. No, I've heard that rumor, you know, and then, you know, I was like, people are wrong. And then I worked at Red Lobster for three years, and I was like, you know, people are right. <laughs> people are fucking right, dude. Yeah. Bro. That's why, I mean, you can't make sweeping generalizations about everybody, right? You gotta... No, you gotta get... I don't think it's sweeping generalizations, but when you're in the shit and you know what it is... I don't know. I've had just as many white people walk a, walk a tab or something like that. Not walk a tab, but just, like, not tip. I don't think it's specifically boom racist. No, I'm serious. I don't think it's. I don't think. I'm not saying it's like any. Ra- I, I think it's just shitty people. It just somehow <laughs> tends to be. I will say historically, the best tippers are like Latino people. I will say I like I never had a walk. What restaurant did you work at? I worked at a uh, a really like upscale bar. Latino restaurant? Cocktails. No, it was like a taco place, but the tacos were Brussels sprouts and pork belly. Dude, okay. It was, White. So you worked at a Mexican-style restaurant? Across from TCU. So the main people that you helped across were Latino? From, across from Texas Christian University. No. I helped white women. White sorority women who had gluten allergies. Oh, white sorority women are the worst, dude. Everything, Those are dumb bitches that you every, don't want to talk to. We sold tacos for like $4 a piece. Craft cocktails starting at $12. Everything's handmade. So we tipped out bar 15%, and then we tipped out food runners 15%. Yeah, so that place out. needs to get their shit together. That's They're too much. now. They, the pandemic killed them. They were dying before they the good. pandemic. For good. Me, like, but I, was, I worked, uh, and it was, everything was gluten-free. Everything. So everyone who came in was like, I have a gluten allergy. Or they're like, I have a gluten allergy. Like you too. Oh, damn, dude. Yeah. I love fucking vegans. Too much gluten. Somehow yeah. vegans always like it's like it's like uh, if you're a vegan or a vegetarian it's like itching a hole in your pocket like you have to tell every server you know you'll be sitting there and you're like the people are nice right and you're like hey how you doing they're great they're great they're great they're great ten minutes in when they're about to order they haven't mentioned it yet but then they look at you after ten minutes they finally go I'm a vegan what do you have for me and I'm just like you're a grown adult where's that music coming from I don't know. Uh, Your girlfriend's probably watching TV at like 50. I can't hear it though. You can't. Is it this? In my headphones, I can't. Nope, it's not my TV. Uh, Here, I'll turn the TV off from here. She'll figure it out. (laughs) Yeah, uh, you know, like, um, for me, like, I I hate when people are rude too, you know, working, you know, around people and they're just like extremely rude for no reason. You're like, just try to make sure everyone has a good time. Today, this morning, I had a couple come to me, and they go, uh, they were like, uh, they ordered a simple order. And then, of course, we give out free chips and salsa. And uh, I don't really like to give out free shit, which no restaurant should. And they look at me, and they go, so you're going to give me some uh, chips and salsa? And I'm like, of course. Of course I am. Of course I am. And then I get their order of the food, right? And then it came out kind of wrong, but it didn't, but it kind of came out wrong. And they go, we've been coming here for 25 years. We know. And I'm like, you guys got to get more excitement in your life. Don't come to a restaurant and say how much you know it. Man, just some people function like that. Like I it's had a weird. college professor who said like every night of the week, you know, like Sundays was Luby's day. And, you know, the way he would talk about it like this, me and my wife. We go to the Lubies every Sunday, and you know, they know us. We've been going there for years, and they give us a free piece of key lime pie. Man, I love that key lime pie. Like that. 
like that, motherfucker, oh like that. God. And he would teach you how cells you like that too. Yeah. Oh, bro, how did you pass? You had to because he was the biggest dickhole I've ever had as a professor. I'm talking like missing comma. That's a fucking f. Get the hell out of here. You think this is amateur cells? This is professional cells. Oh my god. But he didn't talk like that. He'd be like, what? Ew, yeah, I couldn't stand monotone teachers, bro. It it's like they're you're killing our brains. He really talked like that. Oh, and. On no, Mondays, he didn't. He did not talk like I this. I worked for Burger King for 22 years. I did. And I actually was the one who sold Stop them it. Marie Callender's pie. I used. To, I worked as a sales agent for Marie Callender's. And when when Burger King moved to the United States, from the UK, they, they, they asked me if I wanted to come and work for them in their sales department. I can't stand you, dude. Oh, dude. He was a really nice guy, though. He was in a really tragic car accident. They had to, like, peel his face off and put it back on. That was very evident. He didn't really see very well. Wait, so maybe it was... Oh, man, evident. you made me make him, made me think he's an asshole, I, I, and now I, he's, like, I, I going through this he's an, traumatic an thing. Asshole, and he was, but, like, maybe it had something to do with head trauma. Dude, he sold pies to Burger King. He sold Marie, and he his sold face Marie was ripped calendars. off. This guy lived the movie Face Off, like and you're like professional sales. Like he and you're making fun pies. of him. He was like, "You want to sign a fifty million dollar contract so that we supply your pies to the yeah, restaurants for I the next assumed, right? ten and years?" I didn't think he showed up to a Burger King with like a. <laughs> 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 Try this, bitch. You <laughs> Burger King is now like a corner store or a farmer's market hey. for local pies. Yeah. <laughs> hey, have you guys seen the movie Face Off? With Nicholas uh, Cage and, and his um, professor, Tom John Travolta. Yeah, that's <laughs> crazy. His face was ripped off. And they had to put it on. Really bad. Dude. He showed us pictures. Oh uh, my god! Not of him, of the car. Like he got he got ran over by it. like he was driving basically like a smart car, one of those little ones, a little smart little logo. And that bitch, the it just like over him. It ran over that car, and they like peeled him out. And it was, yeah, did they it was tragic. The jaws of life and then peel he off he was face. strange, man. He did all that with Burger King and Marie Callender's. And then he had, he was, had, he'd been with his wife. They were so happily married for like 50, like 40 years. They didn't have any kids, just dogs. And he would bring the dog. He was the, he was a very, very strange yeah, individual. Yeah, do you think he was fucking the dogs? No, I did have a philosophy professor that I did think could possibly be like. Fucking this dog. Just be do weird shit. The way he was like uncanny mm, about like that. or canny about things. I don't know. Uncanny. Yeah, that's like, it's weird that people yeah. do shit like like a lot of weird professors like that. Where it's like every Sunday we go to a restaurant. You know, it's also weird. Uh, the thing yeah. that we were talking about, like, uh, was that yesterday with the uh, not being able to visualize shit in your mind? Yeah. That was scary. Aphantasia. But yeah. back to what you just said. Don't you think we get to an age where like I know what I fucking like. I yeah. don't want to venture outside of it. I've tried it. Like you're saying, we've been going here for 22 years. There's Dude, to be honest, to be honest, what? I'm in the same thing with comedy. That's why with this Austin shit, when I moved here, dude, <laughs> I'm like, I'm so like drained. I'm so drained. And I'm like, we're not even at the next level thing yet. And I'm like, I just want to get, I just want Yeah, but doesn't it refresh you to know that like everyone who's currently in the limelight doing comedy is like 38, 40? The people who are making ground, making moves are like a decade even off of you. I'm 31. That's a decade off of you to be like 38, 41. That's that that's when people start doing it. But you was, also it was, have to it was find a, a joke. way. It was, it was a joke saying yeah. I'm like, I'm in the limelight. You also have to find a way to stay looking 31 until you're 48. <coughs> yeah, dude. Uh, I'm probably going to look like shit when I hit 40. If you just dye your I'm going to be stressed gray, out. You'll, be, you'll look like you're 25 again, dude. Do, do cocaine. Cocaine do helps. Cocaine. I really, really think if you just dentist. dyed your hair, you'd look 25. Yeah, yeah, dye your hair. Dye it like uh, the same color as your eyebrows. Honestly, if I, dye, if I dyed my hair, yeah, I would look very Way young. younger. 
way younger. I've been thinking about dyeing my hair gray so uh, people uh, respect me more when I uh, tell them to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Justin's gotten a lot grayer since he moved in here, down to Austin. I have, haven't I? Yep. I just looked at it. Oh my god, you got a lot of gray hair, dude. Like all your sideburns are gray, basically. It's the stress of <laughs> not to be just <laughs> roasted. It's bro. the, st- yeah, it's the like stress. Boom, of roasted to clean up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd laugh too. I'd fucking enjoy it if I had a fucking housekeeper time, clean up time, after me. Every time he picks up, up, it's one gray hair. <laughs> For real. Yeah. Hell, How is it living with the housekeeper, guys? Wouldn't know. Fuck he, Fuck you. And then Philip acts like he did. Oh no. No, what are you talking about, dude? I I clean up. Fucking eat my ass. I w- I'm like, okay, Bilal, Justin was gone for how long when he was in Michigan? How long were you gone uh, for the, over the Thanksgiving and the house was clean? Two days. Yeah, you were gone two days. Nothing the was house, fucked up. I cleaned house, it up and when then. Justin was gone. We cleaned, like, what? He was gone for how you long? Bring it up, you bring up two I months ago remember. when you cleaned it's once. It's like your, your relapse rate for cleaning is just like. I don't know what yours is, Blow. I don't feel like I've ever like no. seen a consistent out of you. But also, it's just like you 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 keep keep to your corner. <laughs> There's not much you have to move. But it's like I, my real I, if it's like three days, something can sit around for three days, and I'm like I got those. Or if I'm just like bored picking up. Honestly, when no one's home, like when you were gone, I'll wake up and I'll clean. But like I, I don't. Well, why know. don't you do that while I'm here? What do you mean? Because I don't wake up at 9 in the morning to go work. I wake up at 2. And by that time, okay, I'm well, at 2 p.m. for my whole fucking day. <laughs> like, I don't, I get what you're saying. I definitely understand, like, you saying the clean light. But it's like, a, I'm not a dirty or filthy or grimy person. I'm a, I'm a disheveled person. I will say I'm a cluttered person. I think I'm more grimy. I do feel kind of grimy. The way you sleep yeah. in your bed kind of grimy. It is I'm a little pretty grimy. grimy. I'm pretty grimy. You're more dude. of a grime than a than a gross, but you're but you're not a disheveled. Well, I don't know. You do take showers, so that's good. You're not smelly. Right. As long as someone's not smelly. If you're smelly and dirty, oh, I'll fuck. fucking kill you. No, if you smell and you're clean, I don't give a fuck. That's why I say like if you're if you smell, you can at least make friends from a distance. But if you if you look bad, you can't make friends at all. Bilal's my favorite. I love watching Bilal wake up and sleep while he sleeps. <laughs> Bilal, can we talk about your situation? Wait, what's, what's the situation? Bilal's well, going to sleep till 5 p.m. after I move out of here. You know that, right? Oh, yeah. I wake up Bilal every single day. Bilal sleeps yeah. with his bass guitar. <laughs> on. He cuddles it. I don't cuddle it. I fucking fu- I'm like, hey, I'm going to fucking just... His eye, so he he cuddles his bass yeah. guitar, Bilal, like, and then he has his iPad, and then he has his iPad next to his uh, head, along with uh, a random few uh, things of clothes, articles of clothing that he found on the ground. He's like, I'll, I'll keep these for later. Uh, he has his vape pen next to him in case he needs it. What else? The, your watch and your key. Well, you lost your key. Uh, it's in here somewhere. I got. I keep forgetting to look for it. That's oh, it. I haven't hilarious. looked for it. It's got. It's on a keychain. Blah, we were actually happened. talking. We were wondering about you yesterday. You were gone doing mushrooms during our contest uh, <laughs> of sobriety. <laughs> we didn't even finish <laughs> that story. We just like we just like leaped over it. But we the, really just got yeah, into hating lost. people at the restaurant. <laughs> I did not lose. Whatever. I would be a sore loser too if it only took me less than oh, twenty four hours. The but fuck yeah, up. You know. shut up. I you actually. The funny thing is, on this podcast, was, like two weeks ago, I started the thing and I go, "Well, today, this day, on this week, I'm going to start sobriety for a week." I'm just going to try to chill out for a week. That night I got drunk. 
So, I get it. It's, uh... Look, man. What else is there to do in Austin besides drink and smoke and weed? That is a when we stopped. I think that raised a huge because me and we were downtown and you were just like, "This is a street of bars." Yeah. yeah. Also, the thing is, I wouldn't have thought about well, it. You know how much it's so funnier, hard if you guys wouldn't have brought you know it up. How much funnier just the crazy shit would be if you weren't high. That's what it was. Yeah. We people were having the mental breakdown at Vulcan yesterday, and I was like, "This is all." I'm like, "I'm like, I'm feeling like a lot. I'm really nervous. Like, I'm, 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 I'm angry at the situation." And I was like. Oh, I'm usually high, and this is fun. Like when someone else is going crazy, I'm yeah. like, "Well, at least it's not me." <laughs> like, and, but yesterday, I'm like, "We got to call emergency awesome medical services for this guy." <laughs> but if I was high, I'd have been like, "Damn, shit's crazy," <laughs> and then just like went upstairs and smoked a cigarette with Bilal on God or look for Genevieve. This is my question for us too, though. So we oh. do this. So even if we do the sobriety thing, mm-hmm. so we go three weeks, give our body a rest. Then what? You then you just. Get right back on Go it. Go get right back on it. I don't know. I uh, took the yesterday. I mean, like. I'm still sober. We can technically. Yeah. I haven't really smoked weed. I smoked the vape stuff last night, but then I've been smoking the CBD today. And I've, it's been now almost two, 48 hours without being high. Like really You got high, high last night. I didn't get high last night. You smoked weed. There's nothing in that, There's nothing in that shit. That's the whole reason it started. This remember? is the whole reason it started. So I haven't been high in over like. 24 hours now, and I feel great. I'm not going to lie. Well, the crazy thing about it is I still have body problems, so apparently it's not the alcohol and the weed. It's alcohol. Dude. It's just my fucking body. No, it's been one day. I you got to give it like yeah. at least a month. If you have a stomach ulcer, man, and you don't drink, it's going to take a while for that to heal. But also, like I'm telling you, man, alcohol is one of those things. You can look at pictures of people. It takes, a, it takes seven days after a night out for your face to go back down in inflammation, for your, for your body to reset. I remember when I didn't drink and I would drink and it would take me a week to start feeling like a whole ass person again. But then you come, I, I moved down to Austin and now it's like, Foo-hoo, what's three beers? Yeah. Three beers used to be, I used to be called two beer Phil. <laughs> now yeah. I'm like nine vodka soda Phil. <laughs> yeah. Getting blackout drunk every night probably isn't the best. Uh, well, I don't get, I don't ever get blackout. No, I'm, I'm talking about myself. I, like, I don't get blackout. You know, I've loved when, when Bilal's come home drunk. the last few days and this last week, and it's pretty awesome because it's just like I wish I w- we would have videotape each entrance of Bilal. We should totally do that because <laughs> it's always a surprise. You never know because Bilal, you're very quiet, but every time Bilal comes in, you know what kind of night he had. Mushroom night. He's like, oh, shit, what's up, dudes? Alcohol. I'm fucking hey, whatever. And then sober. Or whatever. That's but not true. Bilal is very chatty when he's drunk. He is actually the last. He came home. Actually, you guys, <laughs> you were gone. Chatty. You were I'm gone, and but you're, 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 uh, you're you were really funny as shit the other night with me and Jordan. When you were drunk, you're really funny when you're drunk at like that like level. <laughs> That's the problem. That's why I started this. I like That's Bilal when he's really high. He's, he's just my, like a, he's one of my favorite high companions because it's <laughs> we don't talk. We just like communicate through brain waves. And then one, I ever told this story. We were driving down there, and then I. It was so high. I had the windows down. We were driving fast. And it was like, it was so overwhelming. I had to roll the windows up, take a breath. I was like, and then rolled them back down. And Bilal looks over me. He goes, that's the highest shit I've ever seen anyone do. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it it was just all. I can't breathe inside this oxygen right now. (laughs) There's too much oxygen. There's too much air right now. My, my, my brain, it can breathe. Oh, it was crazy. Wow. But also for me, I feel like I like for me drinking too much is like it's like fucking 
It's fucking with comedy, you know, just in general. Like I feel like everything's been fucking with comedy for me. I feel like I have not been able to concentrate just on comedy. Yeah, I got drunk on accident. Last on accident? Week. Why yeah. you say on accident? Because I, I do. You know me. I say no to things, and then people are like, "Fool me!" It happens. I get fucked up on accident. It's never like I set out to be like that. Doesn't make I'm gonna any go sense. have a conversation about Trump with someone tonight that I'll regret. No, explain that because that doesn't make any sense. Okay, we're grown I, adults. Here, you know what alcohol does? Perfect. Another adult hands you alcohol. You right. put it in your body. You right. know you're gonna get drunk. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> so this, what the fuck? How was that an accident? I will tell you vividly how you get drunk on accident. Okay. You go barking at four o'clock in the afternoon. You walk two and a half miles. You go. You say we'll get food before the show. It's like five hours away. There's no way we won't get food before the show, right? Well, then you continue to bark for another three hours. You've walked now five miles, and then you go to the show that you were barking for. You perform, and then your phone dies, and you have to go to an open mic across town. And you figure, I'll just ask the next person how long it is. Fuck it, I'll foot it. And it's Mumford Davis. He said it's 1.6 miles. I was like, I've walked that today. I'm fine. So my phone's dead. I'm hungry. I haven't smoked all day. I haven't drank all day. I'm walking two miles to an open I'm mic. I get there. People are like, Jesus Christ, Phil, you look rough. What's wrong with you? I was like, can you text Justin Essamacher and tell him that I'm here and he needs to pick me up here? And they're like, yeah, is everything? I'm like, yeah, my phone died like on the other side of town. I walked here. And they're like, where? I'm like, from Red River. Like, holy shit, let me get you a beer, man. And I was like, I just need something to drink. I'm fucking famished. And so I'm drinking. Next thing you know, I get three free beers. I've had nothing to eat all day. It's the most I've arguably worked out in a half a decade. And they're telling, I'm, I'm hammered. You get there, I'm having a conversation about he Trump was hammered. and how he wasn't that bad. And I'm like, I wake up the next morning, and that's the first thing that happens in my mind. I'm like, you think, I think you stand for Trump last night. <laughs> I was like, you need to, you need to go. What did you make good every day? We didn't like. We weren't like. Yeah, Trump's the best. We were just like, man, the way things are going right now, I I like. It's like I miss the humor of Trump. I miss. I miss the Trump culture of how divided our country was, and everything was more fun. Like imagine that, but instead of (laughs) Trump, it's Hitler. What do you mean? (laughs) What do you fucking mean? Oh fuck! I I I stand for it. God damn it. I argued the numbers again. Well, what's wrong with, what's wrong with, what's wrong for standing with uh Trump? It was just like I don't I'm Someone's not a I'm mic. not a political See idiot. that? Yeah. I'm not, even your mics are growing gray hair, dude. Um <laughs> fuck. I don't Boom, roused I'm not a political person. I'm I'm not either. St- I'm like I'm not stupid, but, but I'm But I'm not, saying like what would be wrong with supporting Trump? The moment I make enough money to make a difference, fuck all. I'll be doing it. But it's right now, I'm Joe Blow splitting. I mean, we don't, we shouldn't even be allowed to vote the way we're living right now. You understand that? Like, we, we don't own shit. Like, this is, we don't even Yeah, have, no, we don't. We're not I constituents think here. We're homeless people here. We <laughs> want to see our homeless. Um, but the thing is, it's funny, is that how offended people get with Trump. And I just get offended with all of the government, I think. I right. think I'm just mad with all government. So it's like, if people are even on, like, Biden's side, which I don't know why you would be... It's just like Trump, Biden, all the fucking. You're just like Any they're gonna make their own decisions. We are just pawns. We give them money. They right. do what they want with your money. Anything they do, they they can. Uh, anything uh, they want, I, they can I do. Even, I don't even think we're pawns, honestly. Yeah, we're not. We really don't matter. We just make money, you're, which we don't even need to make uh, money. You're a pawn if you rent. I would say if you're a homeowner and a landowner, then you're. I'd say you're a little bit above. How? That. When you're a landowner, I'm saying at the big picture, we really are nothing. We make money, which the government probably doesn't even need our money. We're no, so much in debt. I'm one third since, of a pawn. Right. Since yeah, we're one third of a pawn right now. Yeah. But this pawn, our collective pawn, has paid 
more than $12,000 into a, a, a someone that owns this land. And then we're never going to see a dime of it. And all we've gotten out of it is a miserable living experience. So <laughs> we, if we would have all went in and we had the financial backing to say, yeah, we've had the same job for two years. Let's go own property and we'll do this, but in the three bedroom house and pay it off and then we'll sell it for That'd profit. That'd be so cool. Well, then we wouldn't be pawns. We'd be, I mean, every dime we make is somehow going back into our You'd pocket. Be like maybe a night. You're not fighting for bills. No, or, I get that. Yeah. Um, but I'm just trying to say in that aspect of government, the government, we're really, they don't fucking care about us. No. And what's crazy to think is they're also humans at that level, but you get, it's the Stanford prison experiment. Right, you. What's that? You you give people the role of prisoner, and you give people the role of guard, mm-hmm. and you want to see it's all for fun and get right. It's it's clearly a makeup scenario, but you give the guards sunglasses and a uniform. The you give the prisoners like dehumanizing pieces of outfits, like striped jumpsuits, so that they're easy to spot and that they can't be or they're they're easy to correlate with each other, like mm-hmm. that they're they're together, and you give us ambiguity through sunglasses and you give us a, a dig, dignified-looking uniform, they're going to respect you because you're a force. You're a conjoined force as compared to people who are literally given numbers. You are this number. You are this number. We are the guards. Right. See, so it's the same thing. It's yeah. it's tribal mindset. I, I always think about that, like, every Monday. <laughs> what? <laughs> when, I'm working, when I'm working and all the comics are down there, but I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! I, no, for real, I do feel right now I could beat your fucking ass. <laughs> no, for real, and then like what you guys do get, no, no, you door guys do get aggressive as shit with us. They're like, you guys lay it down. Like we all get in there, you we're guys. all freezing our ass off. You're part of them, uh, and we're all freezing our ass off. So we're all coming there to just fucking try to get on <laughs> and make something of ourselves. Y'all look at us like, hey, uh, you pieces of shit that are below all of us, and we're like, you guys are comedians too, like. Yeah, not today, bitch. And you're like, you're like, <laughs> not on my none day. of you, none of you will leave this area. You will not go to the bathroom. You will not look at the stage. You will not listen. <laughs> you will not talk. You do stay in your own little circle. And you wait it's to do your thirty seconds. What, and that's what it. Get asked to do. It's like our job. All right, Bilal. Well, I was making a All point. Right. I'm what making a point. Oh yeah. And then if we step foot out. You guys are like get the fuck back. I swear to God, we will kick you but out, you ruin your life, ban you for life. Vulcan, Vulcan is a great venue, but it's not the best venue because it's a one room venue. Yeah. So you have to cram. Like at Antones, did you ever? Get Antones, Antones was so no, dope never, for they the gave green us room upstairs. So but you get more people in there now for Kill Tony. You do, but that's because Antones had a uh, Antones was enforcing a thing. They didn't want to have so many people in there. Oh no, but I'm saying like it's better for Kill Tony. It's a cooler right, you, vibe. You get 300 people in there. Yeah, for Kill Tony. Now it's a better venue but for you the also comics. Get 150 people well, crammed behind. Well, listen to this though. Pins. It's still better than going to the comedy store and standing outside in the freezing cold. Oh, is that what the game was? Yeah, you would have to actually stand up. Dude, standing at the comedy store was harder because you would stand in line outside and you would have to have people, like, comedy store was packed out, so it was sell out every Monday. That's 400 people guest. So then some comedians would get to go inside the venue if it wasn't completely sold out. But if it was, we'd all have to stand outside. You have to watch on YouTube, so you wouldn't know what's going on. So if you get your name called, you have to run all the way from outside up to the stage, the main room. People would be running for, like, 500 feet out of breath, missed their spots because there was nowhere for us to stand. 
It was no, worse. So yeah, Vulcan's better no, with no, that. No, no, no. But the thing is, like, you, you you guys know I work like a, I've been working like almost every fucking day. You know, imagine yeah. you're in work mode, right? Like you're waiting tables or whatever, and then like comics come in, and you're like, okay, cool. <laughs> and then uh, and then they make your life a living hell. Yeah, but you're 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 really only doing comedy now. There. What do you mean? When's the last time Vulcan had an event that yeah, was? Yeah, now they're yeah. just doing comedy pretty much. Yeah. yeah. But no, what I'm saying is like, cause. I don't know. When you're in work mode, it's not it's not a personal thing when people are like, "Hey, yeah, you gotta respect know. the rules." I was actually gonna do some shiesty shit. I was telling him about last night. What are you doing, man? And because uh, 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 Rogan mentioned on this podcast with Ron White that he got the liquor license, and I was like, "That's got to be public information." What do you mean he got a liquor license? He f- he secured. He's like, it's gonna happen in like four months. You know, it's gonna happen at the beginning of twenty twenty two. That's when his club's gonna oh, open. For the club, yeah, he's yeah. like, so he said on the podcast, we got our lo- we got our liquor license, and I was like, that's got to be public information, mm. right? You got you can be able to look up who has a liquor license. Yeah. So I like go in and I search Joseph Rogan, and then it says like some zoning for downtown. Mm. So I don't even think his real name is Joseph Rogan, but I don't know. I just it's a new li- there's only one new liquor license with the name Joe basically inferenced so i looked that up and i was like but i told him i was like i was on my phone i wonder if i put it up on my like laptop i could actually find the address i want to know how to get a job at joe rogan's club he already has it all filled man yeah i feel like he yeah he probably has it he brought doorman he brought bar staff he it's he brought oh security. that one joe guy did move here right he was a door guy right he brought all of them and then uh he's also from my from what i heard it's i don't nothing is certain i heard that Door guys are going to be like do door guys usher shit like Big Laugh's kind of doing right now at Vulcan. Uh-huh. That but the security is going to be like security. That's going to be a security firm. Yeah, well, that's that good. Sense. Like if the pizza place has a fucking security firm doing. I mean the comedy store, the security at the comedy store was just like you guys, door guys, just yeah. comedians. Right, and but uh, it was also a tenure. Like it was like that's a class. Well, yeah, like if you're a door guy at the. You're like you're respected You're like yeah. okay You're one of the dudes And if you piss we off get that it. guy Then it's gonna get no, to it's someone No it's bad You yeah. never wanted to t- piss One of those guys off You were always trying to suck dick I remember I was trying to like Sign up for potluck And trying to make friends With the one guy who made the list I was always trying to be nice to him Say hi Hey man how's it going He didn't give a shit Well he knew what you were doing No I don't think anybody No I mean I was just like Hey I'm not like Hey man you're a fucking amazing person I'm just like hey man how's it going Yeah You know just trying to Almost wiggle my way in to say like Right The yeah, that's crazy. That's a, that's a, the comedy store in my mind is like I've never been, but to me it's just like a crazy thing. It's amazing, right? But now it, it seems like it's watered down in this weird way because like Joe brought his pickings, including the manager, the GM, from that magical. I'm place. surprised he did. So it's like I'm surprised he took he people from the up, store. He took everything but the damn venue and the location and like walked out with it. Not like walked. I mean, they probably wanted to go with him because they know he's a successful business venture, but. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised that he... I'm surprised everybody was like, yeah, I'm going to leave the comedy store. Um, but I get it because I know California changed a little bit and Joe Rogan's club's going to be like the next thing. His shows are going to be probably insane. He's probably going to sell out like every night. He can. The thing is, is like you just look at who's been on his podcast. He's going to be able to ask anybody. He, like, he doesn't even need an agency to book his club. No, he can just do, hey... Come to my oh, club. No. It's opening tomorrow, yeah. and it will be sold out within ten seconds. Shit, Bob Saget's gonna be at. I mean, you don't think Bob Saget's gonna be doing pop-ins at Rogan's Club? Does he live here? No, but Bob Saget's doing like he's doing the uh, Austin Theater, whatever it's called, the yeah. one downtown. He's probably gonna want me to pop in. He's been watching my podcast and stuff, so 
Yeah. He's been saying, hey, man, you're doing great things. And I like, just I don't know. He seems like it seems like he always talks about it like he's an extremely busy guy just alone on his podcast, which makes sense because he's shooting, like, what, three episodes a week, I think is what he said. He does He does so much. No, he does five episodes a week. So I think whenever he opens the club, he's going to be able to be, like, hands full hands-on with that for a while. But yeah. I, know he's, I remember him mentioning that he does five episodes a week. But does he release? Three oh, okay. So, so he has banked. Yeah. He's damn near booking two weeks at a time when he ever he does one week, mm. which is crazy to think about. I can't even fathom how he uh, does what he does because he talks to so many random people. Not so many random people, but obviously he gets help. He gets uh, help with it. But he talks to people for two to three hours to four hours. And then he does another one after that. But imagine if your if your job that paid you a three hundred million dollar contract was oh yeah I just get to go talk to the most interesting people in the world for three hours a day. Yeah, no, and it's cool. And then I'm done. I literally he probably checks in an hour and a half, two hours. I'd imagine before the podcast, I was like, hey, what's up? You at the studio? Okay. And he has like probably all his shit and it like he does flotation tanks and works out in his studio. So he probably shows up there at nine a.m. like a normal job and leaves at five, and just goes the fuck home and makes. I mean, that's the dream, man. That's something that's unfat. Like, to be paid the amount of money he does to do it is just, just it sounds insane to me. I thought this was a step up, you know? I got Dude, this thing. He made his job, you know? It's a job he fucking made. Right. Yeah. That's the other crazy thing. It's like, okay, not only is he is the trailblazer and the, the front runner. So it's like, he's he's bushwhacking while his, simultaneously uh, leading. Someone <laughs> was talking about Joe Rogan. I forget what podcast. They're like, he's so good at everything he's ever set his mind to do. Right. Like, he's a champion at everything. Like, it, he's a, a jiu-jitsu ca- uh, champion. Yeah. He, uh, uh, biggest podcast in the world. Uh, one of the biggest comedians in the world. Uh, he was actually, like, when his, his comedy thing, and then he did, like, Fear Factor. Yeah. Everything he set out to do, he's done, like, above and beyond. And it's just fucking... It's he, I, you can tell he, he appreciates authenticity. I love the way he runs his shows. He comes down. He does the God mic. He lets those people know... Here's that voice you came to, like, you paid to see. And here I am. Like, I'm in the back room. They don't even know he's in the back of the fucking room. But he's back there doing a God mic. Like, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? And then everyone's immediately like, and then he goes, I'm going to bring on your first act. It's Hans Kim. And then Hans Kim goes up, and he fucking does his thing. And then it's no God mic. It's handoff after that. And then he goes on, and he kills. That's the show. He f- he runs a perfect comedy show yeah. from top to bottom. Hey, question. If he runs a perfect comedy show, and you yeah. know that, why aren't why other comedians exactly. taking uh, also, a little piece of what did Hans do when we advice. went? Well, what did Hans do when Same. we went? He he get he did the God mic up front, and I go I went on after he he God mic'd me up on stage, and I was like, you go on stage, and they're like the people were already engaged because they heard Hans's voice. That's genius. It's yeah. the, it settles a room immediately, and like I didn't really even think about that. No, a God mic. There should always be an introduction for a show. That's why you need someone yeah. to go. Hey guys, welcome to the show. These are the rules. Uh, people probably didn't know. I mean, they could know it was Hans, but you know what I mean? Right, but it, it's never the headliner. It's usually like the club GM yeah. saying, like, hey, fill out those forms so we can get you on that email listing. God, please. Comedy is so list. intricate and so, uh, like, uh, what does it be, gentle? Or what is the... Nuanced. It's like the thing. You can't fuck. It's like you got to do it how you got to do it. Like, people... It's locksmithing. You don't want to hear the fucking rules. It's comedy. You don't want... I don't want to hear about the advertisement. I don't want to hear about the next show. Get into the funny, like, right now. You got to get people to watch. I don't yeah. fucking... You know what I mean? I get it. So I don't think marathon shows should really exist. Ever. You mean, like, 15 comics, 20 comics? 15, 20. I can understand. Open mics, do it. There are showcases, and showcases should even be, like, 8 to 10 comics. That's too many. 8 to 10 is a showcase, though. A showcase should be, like, 7. No, I mean, 
okay, so we, I, I've always known the hard rule is any comedy show that's going on longer than 90 minutes, people are checked the fuck but out. But I don't even think it's 90 minutes for certain things. 90 minutes, yes. An hour and a half but is if a you long go, yeah, time. but no, 90 minutes is what you should do for a comedy show. Yeah. But if you see more than eight comics, you're like checked out almost because it's so many people. Right. It doesn't matter how much time it is. You're already seeing like, it could be like an hour show. It turns it more into a casual viewing process though. Yeah, it's just like, whoa, yeah. True. That's my opinion on comedy and that's my two cents. So, I mean, one good thing about one with a lot of people is you can like leave and come back and you didn't really miss out on anything because there's going to be someone else up in a second. True. That's true. If you if it's just one person up there for like a longer amount of time, you can't... Uh, you that's know, true, you but... Th- a callback or something. But up. then the people... Mm-hmm. But then there's people that go to comedy shows. They don't leave their seats. So now they are burnt out. And that's like probably I mean, you 80% of your crowd. Smoke a cigarette or something. That's probably 80% of the crowd that doesn't leave a comedy show. Mm-hmm. In my mind, if you're at like I mean, a sold out, you gotta out, go to the bathroom. You gotta yeah. do. Shit you gotta go now. to the bathroom. That makes sense. You're gonna come right back though. You're not missing that much. I know, but I'm just saying. But I'm saying you get burnt out. I just don't like. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, that's whatever. Dude. But on your show to Joe Rogan, yes, he what runs we're a good show. At is we want to see more shows with a opener, feature, and headliner. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> we it. Want to see more comedy, but that's a comedy club, dude. That's a comedy club show. Yeah, well, they in say a, uh, yeah. like you know uh, Ridley's in Michigan. They claim to have invented that uh, format. What? The uh, host feature headliner. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's what, they, that, that's what I heard. Anyway. What, I speaking of Mark Ridley's, I'm actually, uh, they just booked me to headline there. Really? No. God damn it, dude. I was going to. Boom, roasted. <laughs> I was going to be like, really? not roasted yourself. <laughs> no, dude. No. Boom, roasted himself, bro. No, dude. I'm one of the, I'm one of the most hated uh, comics in Michigan, baby. That is fairly, uh, fairly accurate. I'd and then say. I moved well, over no, to. I, I think. Oh, never mind. Oh, say it. Nah, nothing. Is there somebody else? No. No, no there's not. I'm like the... Uh, I feel like I'm more hated than you are, though, for sure. Oh, yeah. Now you are. Yeah. Now you are. You used to be the... No, I didn't. You used to be a good boy. Everybody always hated me. Really? Me. Yeah. I think they were just... You were quiet. Yeah, people don't know how to read me. Uh, it's they don't. People still hate me because I'm quiet. I've always been a black horse. That's what people call me. You've been a black horse? What does that mean? I... Uh, the real, it's like basically just the, uh, no one's, everybody's unsure and then you show up and then everybody's like, damn, he's a force. I think so. You ride through the night unseen till you're seen. Black Jordans? No, black horse. Till you're seen? I have, see. I, what is a black Hey, horse? did you ask someone to put you on the list? Oh, fuck, I forgot to do Your that. brain. Hey, remember last night? <laughs> All right, so speaking of the, the while he looks it up. It's a uh, candidate or a competitor about whom little is known, but who unexpectedly wins or succeeds. Yeah, I would be yeah. called an underdog or a hated dog, um, a bastard child, um, not loved, acted like I'm loved, but not loved. I don't know. I like bastard child. I would, I, I actually put that in my bio. I said I'm the bastard child of uh, Detroit comedy. Seriously. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I am. I am the bastard. Why? Are, why am I hated so much? Do I do something? It's not black horse. It's dark horse. Dark horse. That's okay. why I couldn't find. It. I was thinking, of like, yeah, yeah, okay. I was thinking of black sheep, and then I was like, is that like? A, I'm a black a sheep too. You experience the same thing I experience. You too, because what? we're all big personalities. We are like, it's what it is. We're not people that you get to know over one lunch. We're not people you get to know over a week. We're people you get to know over living with, with, with working with for. Uh, course of over months and a lot of times 
for people who, if you give them a little bit of that big personality before they've unveiled it themselves, it's overwhelming. Oh, and yeah. people want to fucking run away. Oh, from yeah. It. I'm polarizing as shit. We know you who either, we are. Yeah, you love me or you hate me. Yeah. And uh, if you love me, you get me. Like, if you love me, you understand what the fuck I am. But yeah. some people are like, he's an asshole. I'm like, no, I'm just having fun. Yeah, fucking like the shit. Dallas Comedy Club owner loved you. She loved me. Right. It was strange. I was like, wow, she's she really likes Justin. Yeah. That was the first couple of people really like you though, man. Like, right, but I know 50, that's what 50 with Justin. People either love him or they fucking hate him. <laughs> yeah. I'm loved here. I'm loved here. I just want to do more shit. Right. So that's where I get like I get feel like I'm not loved. Right. Oh, but not getting that booked on shit? I mean I don't know. It's just always been in my head. Oh, I'm just so hot right now. It starts like uh, giving out coke or something. I can't Free believe coke. we already did an hour on this. Yeah. This was fun. It was crazy. Good conversation. Yeah, it was awesome. He got into it. I think we went through a lot today, boys. Yeah. I think we went through a lot. And uh, what do you got coming up? Who has shit coming up? Bilal, you got anything? Yeah, December 9th, I'm going to be on Bomber. Get bombed. At, uh, that's at Poor Choices, right? Poor Fuck choices. Yeah. 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 Hey, don't make, a poor cho- don't make a poor choice and not go. Yeah. Oh, shit. Shout out Jimmy Clifford. That's his show. Yeah, it was good. yeah it's go check that out. It's a fun show and it's free, isn't it? Yeah, believe it. Is Dude, free. it's, free. it's free. A whole bunch of people go. Everybody gets fucked up. It's gonna be a good time. Go to that. Go see Bilal, December 9th. You know December Hanukkah starts 9th. tomorrow. Hanukkah? Of course I do. I got my candles ready. It's Hanukkah Eve. Oh no. Boom, roasted. I like to watch this bong that Grav Labs made. What are they called? Menorahs? Menorah. They made a menorah bong, so it's like eight bowls. That would be oh it seriously? Is. Yeah, I'll show you the video. It's one of my favorite things to watch around this time of the year, you know. Yeah, I'm still waiting for Kwanzaa. But I'm on a I'm at Plano House of Comedy on Tuesday on a showcase. Really? Yep. Which showcase? I don't know. It's just some kind of it's a Tuesday showcase. How far of a drive is that? That's gonna be four hours. Jesus. And it's unpaid. Jesus. Sweet. That's yeah. what we do. We love a comedy. They asked me, they're like, So if hey, you're in Plano, uh, go do which that. I'm super like don't give me, I don't think they'll see this, but like even if they do. Oh shit. I was very what? happy to do it. I just got asked. That's fucking weird. I literally just got a message while you guys were reading that from Lucas. What do you ask you to do? Hey, oh, are you free this Friday, December 3rd? We'd love to have you on main course. Those are great shows. Firehouse Hostel, 8 p.m., 8 minutes. Pays. Nice. It does pay. Nice. I won't say the money because it's too much to say for tax reasons. I already read it. That was like the first thing I read. (laughs) (laughs) For tax reasons, you won't disclose that. I will not declare. It's too much money. You like can seriously. almost buy an eighth of <laughs> weed. <laughs> All I know is with that show, I'm going to be fucking. Oh, dude, I why am do we do that? We're the most undervalued artist in the world. I swear to God. <laughs> Other than Slack You know what's crazy? The they're doing. Dude, you know what's crazy? I was talking about my co- drag queens. Drag queens are killing the game. That, you know how much money yeah. they spend Comedians, in makeup just to go up for one night? But dude, they sell out shows everywhere they go. Right. Women we love them. They're doing burlesque. I've been thinking about doing that. I just want to get on the. I want to get on the uh, drag queen circuit. All right, yeah, I'll put a wig on. I told my one coworker he does it. I'm like, yeah. I'll go to your show. I'll fucking put a wig on. I'll be Jay Quillen. Jay Quillen. Queen bitch. Queen B. Give me a name. Uh. And I would do. A, I would. I would lip sing a song. You lip sing a song and then pull a, pull a dildo out and then uh, and then stick it to your forehead and, and spin around. And they call me Unicorn Boy. Yeah. Unicorn boy. Unicorn. So I might be on that show. I don't know. I, I work that day, so I hope I can uh, uh, figure it out because I really want to do that t- show. Oh, I need to do that show. 
So uh, December 3rd, I should be on Firehouse Hostel. Um, that's it. Follow us all on Instagram. You know what it is. Uh, we appreciate you. Subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. I need help. I need help. Subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell your mother. Tell your dad. Tell your sister. Tell your brother. Tell your cousins. Man, tell your aunt. Should I do this? It is an unpaid spot. That's a lot. It's an eight hour That's such a long for drive for nothing. Spot. But you make the connection, you know, right? That's what that's what I'm saying. I want to get it. That, yeah, and right now it's a brand new club. Well, hopefully it's like a hopefully it's an audition. I'm just gonna go the fuck off. Is what I'm gonna do for four out for four hour for an eight hour turnaround. Dude, go punch a hey, lady in the face. Can I go with you? Meet the people. <laughs> no, I, can't, I don't think I think we'd kill each other. There's no, we wouldn't. There's it's just, there's already eight people on the fucking lineup. That's pretty low. Well, I'm, no, I'm no, not I didn't want to get on it. I just I'm just, I just, watch. I just know it's gonna be. I was gonna have to bring it because it's a Tuesday night show, so it's probably gonna be lightly attended. It's a am, pro am show, so it's gonna be pros and amateurs. And then on top of that, I'm gonna like, I'm literally going to buy more stage time for myself. Well, it would benefit you because you'll get to see some pros. <laughs> you get to see some professional. <laughs> Boom, roasted. I wanted to make. I almost bet. I was like, I, I am included on on the pro side of things, right? <laughs> I don't want if I'm if I'm still thought of as an amateur, right? So I'm, I'm gonna die. Bro, that's what I you you're only three years in. I'm four years in now. Okay, sorry, four years in. Four I don't count the pandemic, so three, I guess. I didn't. Why don't you go the You didn't do anything. You didn't do, wait, for you like eight you months. You I didn't do anything. Stopped over the pandemic. There was there was nothing to do. It was four uh, months of. I had four months of it. Get the fuck away from me. You did Zoom comedy shows. I drove to Ohio and Indiana and shit. Oh really? Day. Yeah, comedy didn't start back up here, so like everything shut down. That's, that's got to be one thing that sucks about being in Texas, because since it's so big, you can't just like scoot over to another state. No, or you can't. Like that happens. No, and there's I no went, there's no liberal leaning states that are close by, so it's not like if you want to change of. Texas was the most open state that I knew of. Yeah, but th- we did close. Like no, there no was I know you did. You guys closed for like four or five months. I'll right? be honest with you. I went back out in yeah. I went back out in July. I went to Hat Tricks. And I was like, oh, I can God. go another three months without doing comedy. And then I did. And I went to the comedy clubs. And that was, people had masks on. And I was like, I'm not a club regular or anything like that. So I was like, I'm not going to do an open mic for people who are already nervous about being here. So then I waited till yeah. October. And that's when comedy really started back up for me again. Oh, okay. Yeah. I had to move home. I had to move home to Michigan. And then we were just podcasting. I was really focusing on podcasting and content. That's all there really was to do. And that's what I did. Me and Marcus focused on that. And then finally, like, things, like, started opening back up. And he, mm-hmm. uh, we started doing some things at, like, New Way Bar up in Michigan. I went, the first time I heard that comedy was open, I got off my ass and did it. And it was terrible. I sucked. <clears throat> because you're gone for so long. And I looked at Mark. me and Marcus were like, we're never stopping comedy ever. Because it's so hard. It is to get back into it, cause you you could have just quit. Yeah, what I, what I did was um like yeah. for the, there was like about a month and a half I think that I didn't go up at all like right at the beginning or something. Then um I started uh like hosting a writing workshop online like on Zoom. With yeah. Like a Canadian comic and then like Ohio and Indiana were open. I was and started going down there. I was in a poker group <laughs> with other comedians. We started a poker group. I so did. we wouldn't lose connection to each other. <laughs> Dude, I did one I did one or two like Zoom mics and I, I was like, I'll never do this again. I will not do online comedy. Yeah, Zoom I, mics suck. I videotaped a set on my back porch of my apartment and sent it in for pandemic comedy or something like that for the girl that gave me my first game down in Huntsville. And it was like five minutes of me sitting in a fucking lawn chair, like literally just like muttering jokes. 
And at the time, I remember being, like, impressed with it. And then after, like, looking back after <coughs> the pandemic, I was like, that was the saddest fucking thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Dude, it was all sad. And there was, like, I remember when people were just advertising for their Zoom shows. I'm like, this is just oh. sad, y'all. We can, and they were charging. Yeah. People were charging tickets to see someone's fucking face on, you Ooh. can't hear people laugh. So you don't, you're like, so you're just saying your jokes. Yeah, it was a terrible idea. And yeah. then, and then, uh, uh, what the fuck? It was just so bad, dude. Yeah, the one thing I liked about like uh, doing that fucking workshop was that like I actually got some writing done out of it, because like you get like a random topic mm-hmm. and then write on that and just there wasn't no just like telling jokes to a screen. Yeah, there's no workshop mics here. In DFW, we had a couple of like I remember we do have some at Creek in the Cave. They got a lot. Uh, I guess that's true. Do they? Well, no, I mean, not my, so they got that ad lib mic. Like tonight, I'm I'm definitely going to Banana Phone tonight. Mana used to run the best. The best workshop mic ever. It was it was a Tin Panther. It was uh you got three minutes mm-hmm. and you would write a W next to your name on the list if you wanted a workshop. And then there was a mic off stage and there was a mic on stage. So Monin didn't ever have to get up and introduce the next comic. She was like, All right, you're up, blah blah blah. Workshop and then everyone would know. And then you, everyone's listening intently. And then after they're set, everyone comes up to the mic off stage, and Mona caps it. She's like, "All right, that's enough. Like we've spent more than three minutes workshopping." Oh, people come up and like yeah. do tags. So you for get you? like eight minutes. You get like five minutes of workshop if, if if people are giving you tags. Yeah. Otherwise, people come up like, "Hey, I really like that bit. I really like this. Blah blah. Maybe th- I like you. Maybe think in this direction if you're looking to try it." But it got to a point where we had all done it every Monday for so long that it was yeah. very yeah, effective. That's, I love those tags because they're. That's good. I never heard that. One of the tiny cupboard in New York that was run by. Um, I think it's still going on, but Anya Jones, mm-hmm. shout out to Anya if she ever watched. This. Yeah, what up, Anya? But yeah, that's a, it, it's a it was a it was it's a really fun idea. I think like uh, I'm looking at actually like starting one down here since there isn't one. A workshop, mate. Yeah, yeah, be fun. The we should, is, I've been wanting to start one in this damn apartment. You have to have the whip. Like Mona was the whip. She was. I mean, she'd been doing comedy for almost longer than anybody down there, and she has like big maternal vibes. <laughs> she's just like, what do you mean the whip? Like she just she, doesn't. No she, one fucks with no her. One fucked you. It, her her word was law. So if she was like, no more. That like that's it. It can't be like ah. Like it's like they respected. They respected her. her, and then her word was like, fu- and she would be the one who gave you the tag you wanted to hear. So you, she'd you, always you go think, up top. You, you think people don't respect me? No, they do. But I'm just saying, like it's a. Uh, they're you, gonna. You think I can't get people to not? You know what if I thought you give about? People bad advice. They'll stop coming though real quick. I I only give bad advice. It's like that's <laughs> where I get most of my kicks. Yeah. You know what I would like to do? I've always wanted to try one out in this uh, little uh, uh, backyard thing we got, mm-hmm. the Zen Garden. <laughs> you can talk to the apartment complex. They usually have a budget for t- entertainment stuff like that. Yeah. They usually just spend it on pizza. And they we literally could just take street. this speaker out there and just do some shit. Yeah, but the problem with the part, I did an apartment show one time in a courtyard. It's like. The apartment was built in a square, and the middle was like this big courtyard that went all the way up. Mm. And I was like, "Yeah, we had like forty-five people come out, but they're like fucking fifteen hundred people live in this apartment complex, and there's thirty people here. That means we're driving insane. <laughs> twelve, twelve, twelve fifty. Like there's twelve hundred people in their apartment. Can going, you what shut the, the fuck, fuck is that sound? I don't care what your dick looks like. You know what I mean? Just like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's a bad idea to do it. Kids and everything. It was just an area to do it. But the crazy thing is, we literally have a PA system, and we don't do it. Have you ever walked up on our view? Yeah. You went with us that night, right? Our view's awesome. Did you walk over there and go on top of the leasing office? Have you done that yet? Yeah. No, no, I haven't. That's, that's a good place for a fucking show. Oh, that would be show. cool. I didn't see it. We'll that would be there. so we'll walk sick. Over there right now. It's honestly the shit. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool. And you guys know what I realized? Speaking of, this was like a podcast we all did sober. Yep. None yeah. of us are fucked up. 
Yeah. That's why we've done an hour and 30 minutes, and it's been, like, fleeting. My brain really didn't go break. Yep. Blank. Break. Yeah, we're present. We're present. It's nice to be present sometimes. <laughs> oh, my God. We're, we're, we're loving ourselves no, for being like, ourselves. No, it's just funny because I like, I like, sometimes this is what's funny with weed. You smoke weed because you're like, you did it all the time. And you're like, oh, I smoked weed to get into the zone. And, like, when I smoke weed, I do it and I get out of the zone. Right. When in reality, like I, I like to smoke weed to video edit. I would like to smoke weed. I just need. To, I would like to just smoke weed at the night but when my whole day is done, and I know it's like everything's done. I can relax. Yeah, get but high. You do comedy. You know what I mean? I know. Like our, That's one thing I have so much hard time explaining to people. Like our job isn't just leisure. It is our. It's leisure of leisure. It's like yeah, we go on stage and that's a good time, and then we go off stage and it's. It's leisure at leisure. It's like I'm smoking weed now because I'm already at the comedy club. Like this is my I'm already at the place you'd go to have. Well, fun. that's because my coworkers handed me a blunt. I had to smoke right. it. Or oh, that's and also I have another taboo. three hours until the show turns around and I'm back on stage. Yeah. That's another like club weekends. You can see how those guys end up cracking their fuck themselves. You're just like, I could not. Dude, when we Oof. went to the club and they were like, We're gonna stay open for you, I was like, We are so cool. But then I uh dude, I did shots. We did those tequila shots. Oh my god! Yeah, and the last did. one I did it, Kiko got me a shot. It was in. It was so big, I downed it and I felt it. And I'm like, that's gonna be the one that fucks me tonight. And we went and got fried chicken. That was the best fried, fried chicken, chicken ever. ever had. Yeah. And uh, whoa, 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 what? Dude. Yeah. It was the best fried chicken ever. It was on had. a whim too. Like they were like, yeah, you came to the right place. You want fried chicken? And it was like almost closing. We felt like assholes. And they're like, no, we'll get you your order. And we're like, we don't want to do that. They're like, no, get our food. So we got some fried chicken, and then we got their mac and cheese. Oh, my God, their yeah. mac and cheese, dude. And then it was a jalapeno bacon mac and cheese, habanero, bro. Habanero white. It was a white cream mac and cheese, habanero mac. It was way too hot. Like, if you stopped eating it, you were dying. Bro. You had to just keep shoveling yeah. shit in your mouth. So we did that, and right before, like, I ordered my order, and then I left the table to go throw up in the bathroom. <laughs> Projectile. Yeah, I had to stand over the <laughs> toilet, and I'm just like, like, Four or five times Hans just getting. Like, he's doing coke without us. He's been in there for fucking half an hour. No, I was I was throwing up <laughs> so I could eat. And uh, I was like, yeah, well, that's what you learn. And that's what's funny because you keep doing it and you're just like. <laughs> that's what I'm telling you, man. Alcohol is, uh, you get really, con- you get really comfortable with yeah, it. Yeah, you're just like, this is fine. I'm, and you know what's is, cr- I'm just used to feeling this way. You know what's crazy is when you do it and then you get in bed and you're like, yeah, I just feel normal. I don't know. I feel like I'm gonna be hungover tomorrow. And you wake up, you're like your head's yeah, pounding. Bad. I remember getting in my bed and always spinning after I had a night of drinking. I don't spin. Well, not anymore. You don't. But I'm well, sure no. you used to. Yeah, I yeah. Used to, yeah. You used to. Yeah. Now you don't spin anymore because your body's like. When ah. I look at Bilal, sometimes <laughs> Bilal, when I look at you come home, some of your drunk nights when you come home, yeah, I feel bad. What do you mean? I hurt. That's how drunk you are. I'm like, I hurt. Look, I'm like, he's gonna be in so much. And then it's Bilal 4 p.m. and Bilal's if he smokes a cigarette once he gets home on the back porch. Bilal, it's oh my God. Bilal's 4 p.m. He's cuddling his base, and we're like <laughs> all leaving to go do my. And he's like, I guess I'll get up now. Sorry, babe. I gotta put you. I gotta put you. That's his base. Sorry, babe. I gotta put you down. I gotta take a shower, babe. I'm gonna laugh when you start taking your base around. What? And she's your girlfriend. You put a wig on your base. <laughs> it's not. It's not. This even, is my it's girlfriend. It's Shiva Ari's base. It's, yeah. yeah, it's not even mine. <laughs> well, you stole his girlfriend. Base. Yeah, you're fucking. You're sleeping with his oh base, dude. God, not even even a base. I can't even. This video is going to take an hour and a half to export. Yep. 
I'm excited about it. End your podcast. I really want to close that window. I was trying to. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's actually been gotten been dark since it's been me. on. It's it been was bothering me this whole time. That's it's the like, window in our apartment. That's there, our view. There's a fucking open window on the screen. It was daytime like, in this it's video. Not even, it's though. like a cracked window on the screen. I was putting a background because I couldn't put anything cool on because it distracts Philip. Yeah. Any okay. background I put, I put it on to try to set a vibe. I love New York, though. That's I do one too. The reason I like New York is because that's the one place I think I can be still and not unbothered. I'm just like able to just like because there's so much. Oh, because it's so much going around you. Yeah, you don't need to look around. Yeah, one one spot is enough. For yeah, hours. honestly, New York is crazy. It doesn't yeah. stop, dude. How how'd you like New York, Bilal? We're trying to end it, but I don't care. I love New York. It's like one of my. It's probably my favorite city. Did you pick it over? You, I remember when you were moving here. I was like, "What do you pick?" But you picked here, I guess. Or no, could you just not move back? You got stuck here. No, before the. Uh, before the pandemic started, I'd always wanted to move to Austin. Same. But I was torn between Austin and New York because I wanted to go to New York because of the comedy scene there. But I loved Austin. But after, like, the pandemic and, like, Austin becoming, like, more of a comedy city, I don't know. I went to – I went out to – I decided on New York. I went out to New York. And then uh, kind of randomly, like, I was visiting back home. And then I came down here with Dan. And I was just like, fuck it. I'll just stay here for a minute. I'll probably end up back out there eventually in the future. Yeah. Is all your stuff there? But New York is all... I have shit there, yeah. Yeah. Where is it at? You live with your uncle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My uncle's place. He's uh, he's cool. He's a great dude. <laughs> Does he know where you're at? Yes. Yes, he knows. <laughs> he has, there's you fucking, did, you did there's fucking poster signs on no, a telephone pole. What's was crazy is that feels like last week in my mind somehow. Yeah. Which is even more bizarre. It has kind of flown by. It's been... How long have you lived here now? Four months? Maybe, yeah. When did you come down here with Dan? Like July. Yeah, man, it's been four months. It's it's four plus seven is 11. <laughs> mm. I've lived here for almost... I've lived here for seven months. Yeah. Not Full-time, I've lived here six. Okay. I've been here since April, so... Yeah. How long is that? Well, I, I got down here full-time like a month after we moved in. Yeah, yeah that's right. You So how long you been? Five or six, you've been here for seven. Feels like fucking eternity, dude. This place is a time warp. Some people are coming up. On, the early people are coming up on a year in January. Like David is yeah. coming up on a year. Right well, now. my my thing is, I moved to Texas in November last year. Yeah, but dude, that means that like no, I'm saying I moved from the comedy store. Have now been here for a year. Yeah, and they're like, any day now. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I moved. I yeah. moved in November, but that was to Frisco. But I've been coming to Dallas. I mean. F- Austin, like since I kind of moved there, right. so I feel like I'm in this weird predicament, like where I'd like to move to New York. I feel like it'd have more to offer me like, as a comic because you, like you were t- we were talking about yesterday, like, you, you get so these, much comedy. Well, you get these balls from living in New York. You get these these. Uh, I was telling you last night when we were watching yeah. roast battles. That's it's, it's evident across the board. Like, even going up there, like doing comedy briefly, you're just like, this is a city that has no bullshit. There's no bullshit town. L. A. is like all bullshit. Yeah, it's all, that's it's, why I love yeah. Detroit comedy. But like, if you like, like, if you LA. like New York, you'd like, if you like, if you want to go cheap, New mm-hmm. York, go Detroit. I mean, it's not as oh, cool, don't, but don't tell them that shit. Don't, 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 I mean, don't I will never for move for comedy for yeah. comedy grit. Good. For comedy grit, though, 
If you go down to the Detroit scene, well, you could say that about Houston before you could say it about Detroit. No, Detroit's no, fuck fucking Houston. No. Houston ain't shit. Houston everybody, is very everybody I know from Houston needs the shit smacked out of them. Have you met any comics from Houston, or just the one person you're thinking? About? No, not just the one. <laughs> Everyone I've met, I've been like, "What the fuck is wrong with this person?" I'm like, "Where are you from?" They're like, "Houston." Houston is a degenerate comedy scene, but it's full of a lot of hustlers, man. I mean, like, but the degeneracy brings that grit that you're talking about. I started, I did comedy in Houston loosely for a year. That was my first year, and it was like. I couldn't make a friend because it's just like, it's that yeah. who the fuck are you mentality. New York would be different than Detroit. I mean, obviously New York yeah. is going to be the fucking industry. Um, but like Detroit, I like it because you get more time. You get so much time yeah. and you get your ass beat. But you get your ass kicked about, on stage. I wasn't talking about Houston comedy. I was just talking about the general. People. Yeah. People That's like great. That. I've never done comedy in LA though, but I feel like I like it there and everyone I've met from there have enjoyed. You'd so. probably like it there. Yeah. It's a good place. I'm more of a goofball than I am a like a, a joke slinger. So So to end it on that, do whatever the fuck you want. Experience the world. Go to New York. Go to Houston. Don't eat it. Go to LA for don't, two years. Why are you gonna say why are you gonna say the name? Trudy's? Yeah. I thought we said it a thousand times before. No, we never said it. Well for <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Um yeah, subscribe. We added another. Th- this was like the credits in the movies. We're like, it's done, but you're like, you gotta sit around and wait It'd be for the final scene. Just keep talking. These you right could just now. keep talking. We could keep talking. Actually, I could turn this into two episodes. We at least get to living room so I can watch TV. Yeah, <laughs> I want to get out of here because I'm sweating my ass Why off. Why are you so hot? I feel fine. I'm like I feel really fine hot too, and I'm wearing a jacket. I'm Did sweating. Tea? Did y'all drink no, tea? No, I'm just hot. I think it's the lights, and I'm stressed out. I am having a little bit of underbelly flow right now. What is going on with that? All right, y'all. That's the podcast. Subscribe. Subscribe. Uh, Mondays. Follow Bilal. Follow Philip. Follow me. We'll see you next time on Going Through It with Justin Essenmacher and my friends Bilal Swain Don't Philip Garcia. Like and subscribe.